Welcome. I'm Sarah Lipton, and this is Genuine, the podcast. Produced and created by the community at genuinenetwork.org. Genuine. Authentic. Genuine. <laughs> Genuine. 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 Genuine? <laughs> Genuine. Hello, listeners. Welcome. You have no idea about this, but it has been a journey to get to this remarkable day where you are listening to me. It's been seriously six years since I set out to create this podcast. So thank you for joining us for this introductory episode of Genuine. Today we are focused on introducing ourselves, me, Sarah Lipton, your creator and primary interviewer, and my extraordinarily wonderful co-host, Carlton Green. We'll introduce ourselves more thoroughly to you in a moment. But first, I just want to give you an overview. Our podcast episodes seek to bring you a rich combination of music, conversation, contemplative, and inspirational moments. We aspire to bring you a moment of pause, a sliver of grace, and a front row seat to some of the world's greatest minds and hearts. Because let's face it, now is the time to show up and be who you are. The darkness of these times demands that we learn how to spark and ignite with kindness, creativity, and inspiration. On Genuine, our podcast, we converse with amazing humans from around the world who are doing just that. Our guests gift you, listeners, with a beautiful peek into the often messy but always real dance of the human journey. We embrace the grumpy, toil with uncertainty, wrestle with discovery and challenge, and celebrate honesty, depth, and truth by guiding you to be present and gently reflect on your own experience. We work hard to weave an intricate tapestry of curiosity, insight, and discovery through guided meditations and a wide range of interviews with our amazing guests, who are a delightful mixture of famous and ordinary, and include folks like Krishna Das, Sharon Salzberg, Coot Blackson, Justin Michael Williams, Jim Infantino, and so many more. As a lifelong musician myself, I am passionate about bringing you fresh new music and sounds to help you ground into your listening experience. And I've done it all with only a little bit of money from some amazing patrons, just sitting up way too late at night, like right now, on my personal laptop and spending a ton of hours tracking down inspiring conversations. Each month, we will have a theme for you, and each week we'll release an episode for you to chew on, practice with, and soak up. We'll focus on releasing an episode with an engaging interview at the beginning of each month, follow that with an episode focused on guiding you through a few moments of meditation, then we'll share one of our archived episodes and round out the month with further dialogue and reflection. Inside each episode, expect to hear a bit from me, to have a few moments of guided presencing practice, hear conversation between Carlton and I, and luxuriate in the episode's music, sounds, and insights. Make sure you stay to the end of each episode for a round of genuine definitions, and submit your own by joining us at our community at genuinenetwork.org. 
Phew, I hope you're still listening, because the good stuff is about to start. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with all of the logistics. We just wanted you to feel oriented. Today, okay, now we're starting this episode. Today, you'll hear a spectacular song from Justin Michael Williams, who I recently got to know through interviewing him for the Best Year of Your Life Summit, and with whom I can't wait to play and collaborate on other projects. And then, Carlton and I will more deeply introduce ourselves. And don't forget to stay to the end to hear my dear friend Felicia define genuine. And you'll even hear some baby sounds from my elder daughter, Odessa. Yes, I've been recording this for years. Now, and I know this isn't easy, I invite you to begin to slow down. And let's take a moment to just be Mmm, yes, a moment to just be. Too often in all of our days, we're too busy. We're too busy to notice how our body feels. Too busy to notice the sensation of sun or wind or rain. Too busy to wiggle our toes in our socks, too busy to feel our hearts. So right now, wherever you are, however you are, whatever you might be doing, I invite you to just pause. Notice your breath. Notice the sensations of your body. Allow your mind the opportunity of this refreshing pause. Mm. So good. Good. We'll do a lot more of that, friends. But that's just a taste for now. Thank you. We close our eyes and all we can see is the life we haven't lived yet. The people we know we were born to be. You know the story. We spend our time sitting behind a computer, letting our creativity, our energy get sucked dry. Locked in relationships that bring us pain, waking up every morning pretending to love. Truth cauterized by the fears of the night. Not stepping into our power because somebody said, this dream is not for you. You're too fat, you're too old. Hi, Carlton. Hi there, Sarah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know where to start, but maybe we should just start by introducing ourselves. That sounds like another good idea that you're having. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, would you like to go first? Um, sure. So, I'm Carlton Green. I am um, here with Sarah to do the co-hosting, I guess, of this podcast that we have been talking about for quite some time. Um, Sarah and I met a long time ago and our paths crossed and it, and it felt like 
there was a moment of um, synergy that was occurring. And so um, we have connected or remain connected across the years. I am here in the state of Maryland where I am a licensed psychologist by training. I also work at the University of Maryland um, where I do diversity training in education. Um, but prior to that, I was a staff psychologist in the counseling center. Um, I'm also um, just, I guess, some other pieces that feel really important for the for the purpose of this conversation is that I'm a black person. Um, that's a really significant aspect of who I am and how it is that I enter into the world and how other people experience me in the world. Um, I'm also a man person, uh, somebody who has done more thinking about being a man person in the past, maybe I don't know, 10 or 15 years since I entered into training to become a licensed mental health professional. Um, I'm a Christian person. That's also been something that's really, uh, truly important to me. I'm raised in a church down in Louisiana uh, where I was an only child in a family that was also really, church was an important part um, of our our day-to-day existence and certainly on Sundays, right? Um, And then I also come into this conversation as a... um, middle-class person who sometimes struggles with class identity. Um, you know, I have a lot of working-class tendencies from growing up the way that I did. Um, and so, although I'm firmly middle-class, a person with a PhD who's doing administrative work at an institution, firmly middle-class, right? <laughs> um, and then I think that the other piece that also feels a little bit risky to say, but I'm also a queer person. Um, and that's also something that probably that I have been thinking about on a much more um, experiential and um, philosophical and existential way, right, in maybe like the past, also maybe 10 or 15 years. And I think what's really interesting for me, even as I so I wrap this up and, and turn it back over to Sarah, is to think about being a black, queer, Christian man person is a really difficult thing to, to be managing from the South, right? Um, is, a, uh, is a really difficult thing to be managing sometimes. And so um, there are always ways that I'm trying to figure out how to show up, how to be genuine with all of those identities. Um, and so that's why um, I think talking about those parts of me is really important, especially for this setting, right? What about you, my friend? Who would you tell the world that you are? Well, I just thank you. First of all, I just honor all of the persons in you. <laughs> Um, and I like how you framed that. So I think I'm going to use that framing. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm also a queer person. And that's not something that's been um, an overt part of my life because I happen to be in a married partnership with a man. Um, and I have two small children. But uh, nevertheless, the rainbow flag hanging outside of my front door and um, the rainbow in my heart is very loud and strong for me mm. and not uh, not spoken about enough uh, mm. for my satisfaction. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to start there. I don't usually start there, but maybe because you ended there. I don't know. Um, I am also a person um, who's creative, I guess you could say. I'm a creator. I can't stop creating. <laughs> I, I I don't try to stop, but I just can't stop. Um, I, I create in every way that I can really. Um, I'm, I'm a new cellist, a brand new learning to play the cello person. I used to be a tuba playing person, um, which was a huge part of my identity for a long time. Um, but that's shifted over the years and, um, I'm a mom, as I said, and I'm also, um, I'm a writer and I'm, uh, really thrilled to be, uh, 
able to share my new book, The Harmony of Dissonance, Ageless Connections, that I co-wrote with my elder cousin, Regina Crummel. Um, and I am a business creator. I have two businesses, which sometimes I say because I'm a crazy person. Um, <laughs> but, I was actually thinking that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most people do when I say that. Um, <laughs> um, one is focused on leadership strategies around presencing and how to actually harness the strength of presence in leadership. Um, and the other is called Genuine. Um and really focused on building an online community and, and having the ability to share this precious and challenging journey of showing up to be who you are and therefore connect to what sparks you so you can ignite and experience transformation in the world and be part of transforming the world. Um, I'm also a Buddhist and um, it's interesting that that came last. And I think it came last because it's um, it's been a really um, bizarrely painful part of my life for the last few years. Um, and wow, I'm like totally on the verge of crying right now. <laughs> uh, I spent over 20 years on the meditation cushion in the Shambhala Buddhist world and was a very close student of my teacher, Sakyam Mipam Rinpoche. Um, and then the whole world of Shambhala crumbled. Hashtag me too hit us, um, uh, took us out at the knees. And, um, and so I've been uh, pretty homeless, I would say, mm. from a spiritual perspective um, for a number of years. And that's been a very slow journey of uncovering mm -hmm. uh, myself despite the loss. I'm also, um, I'm also a passionate talker with people person. <laughs> I really love finding out what makes people tick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I really love getting to speak with people all over the world. Having this global connection for me just lights me up. I, I was a avid traveler through almost all of my 20s and, and much of my 30s um, all over the world and making international connections. I speak Nepali. I just, for me, having this global presence is really important. And I'm a Vermonter and I live in Vermont and I love living on my rural hilltop and being super rooted and grounded because I have a huge garden. And that is so, 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 so important to me. Um, and uh, yeah, and I create all the time with my kiddos and, you know, I cook a lot of food all the time <laughs> and make up stories and songs with them all the time. And um, we talk to the fairies and the trees and, you know, it's, it's a it's a wild world. Um, I'm also um, I'm also working a job just to support my family right now. And I'm running a Meals on Wheels program to feed seniors in my community, which I love. Um so I'm a lot of things and I've always been a lot of things. And Ani DeFranco was my big muse back in high school. Um, I grew up in Maine and uh, her song, 32 Flavors. Any listeners might know that. I am 32 flavors and then some. Yes. Mm. It's always been like so true for me. And, um, and so I think how I view myself is um, and my life is like a tapestry. And there's many, many, many different colors, many, many, many different threads. And they don't always um, align at the same time, but they come together to weave together to create a tapestry. 
which is part of why my book is called The Harmony of Dissonance, because it's that journey of the like, huh, does this fit? Does this work? Ooh, this is painful. Oh, gosh, where did this come from? That allows things to actually settle into a new iteration that allows some semblance of liberation once in a while. So that was super wow. rambly, yeah, but I don't know how else that. to talk about myself. <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot, right? Um, I mean, I think I'd learned something. I didn't know that you spoke Nepali. Um, Nepali (laughs) Bolju. Let's talk about the podcast. What is this? So here we are. We have this podcast. (laughs) You guys, listeners, you have no idea. Carlton and I have been recording together like for four years (laughs) and (laughs) life kept interceding to have us not publish the podcast until now. And now is an interesting moment because it's been a year almost, you know, not quite, but a year of living through COVID and, oh my God, all the things that 2020 brought and here we're entering 2021. And it has been, um, frankly, a pretty excruciating year um, for so, 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 so many reasons. And so I think what, what I really want to talk about is why we're doing this. Why are we talking about being genuine? Why are we persisting, Carlton, to talk about being genuine? So just to give maybe just one piece of point of information, especially because we want this to be a timeless um, experience for people, right? We are in December of 2020 talking about this right now, right? And so that's the reference that Sarah is making when we think about the pandemic or the multiple pandemics that we are all living through, right? Um, Be that about the virus or about racism or about hashtag me too, or about a year that's seen us lose so many significant people, especially, you know, I think about my generation and the people that I grew up uh, paying attention to in, in the media and in um, in movies and so like in the, in the, in the larger world, so many people have passed away this year. Um, there are so many pieces, right. That have made 2020 just, a uh, probably a historic year for all of us. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just for context, we're talking about December of 2020. Um, one of the reasons why I think that I'm here with Sarah to do this podcast maybe even goes back to a story that I told Sarah when we first met, right? That a part of the way that I see myself coming to do my work, wherever it is that I've been, has always been about how do we get people to live lives that are free and liberated, right? From whatever it happens to be that people are experiencing as um, shackling them. Right. How do we unburden people? How do we unshackle people? How do we unfetter? Right. So that people can actually be in the world in a way that feels like it honors who they are. It honors other people around them. It makes a contribution. And it doesn't have to be so like a big, you know, you don't have to be the first Jewish president or, you know, that's not, you know, that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about how do you in your corner of the world, wherever you find yourself, live a life that is about being right yeah. and finding some finding some meaning in that and then passing that on yes that's right uh but the story right that, that, that i was you know that I was referencing is really thinking in terms of 
Um, when I, you know, grew up, I've made the reference to this earlier. Grew up in a church, grew up in a black church setting um, down in Louisiana. And then church was still significant to me when I went off to college in, in Texas and stayed in Texas for about 10 years after um, my, um, after I finished my undergraduate degree and was in worship service one day, right? And something just dawned on me to look around and I began to think about how I felt like there was a heaviness in the church, mm. right? Mm. And really having a sense that there were a lot of people who were probably suffering yeah. in ways that the church may not have been meeting their needs, right? And in a lot of religious communities, I can certainly speak about black religious communities, we don't oftentimes pay, oftentimes we don't pay attention to some of those hurts mm. and some of that suffering in a way that feels like it's actually leading people to mm. freedom or to liberation, mm. right? And it was so like in that moment that I was like, oh, this is about me, right? So in a lot of black church settings, um, we don't attend to the suffering in a way that feels like it's going to help people, right? And a part of that is because we oftentimes don't want to deal with things that feel bad. Yeah. You know, um, even though, you know, especially in churches, we talk so much about sin, right? Mm. You know, which is the, the epitome of bad. Right. Um, but we don't actually want to help people with it because there's a part to me of doing the work that I do or even thinking about this. You have to go into sort of like people's traumas yeah. or you have to you have to go into the wounds you have to figure out how to really be with those wounds and 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 provide some um i don't even know what the word is right now but how do you clean out the wound mm-hmm. right which is often mm-hmm. a painful experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, on the way to providing some type of balm or salve right. for the wound so that it can yeah. also heal right? mm-hmm. And so I think that that so many of us don't want to actually do the work of having to point towards the parts that feel really hurt, bad, yeah. and, and actually be with those parts in a way, like, like we can point to them in a shameful way, right? But how do we point to those parts with compassion, yeah. with grace, you know, like with kindness and with thoughtfulness in a way that we can then say, let me help you with that. Yeah. Right. And so for me, that's a big piece of the way that I come to doing my work. Right. How do I be with people in a way that says, let me offer you some kindness that sometimes may be like tough, but it's still kindness. It's still it's still thoughtfulness. It's still great. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, so that I can help you. Right. So we can be free. Yeah. Beautifully said. Thank you. I think it's very, very in line with my inspiration. Um for why genuine and why talk about this and why pursue these conversations and want to, sh- you know, work crazy hard to get them out there to be shared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it's been uh, my life long journey to find ways to be of benefit. And um, I think what I've been waking up to in the last few years is Um, that that pursuit um, was often maybe had good intentions Mm. um, and maybe even had some skill, Mm. maybe not entirely. (laughs) That's the learning journey, but also um, missed a a big, big, big memo, Mm. which was that I didn't need to be any better 
that I could actually just be who I am and that by being who I am, I would be of benefit. And so when that hit me a number of years ago, it was in the time of my spiritual community starting to erode. What hit me was, oh, (laughs) I already have what I need. And what I want to do is shine the light so that others recognize what they already have, which is this quality of genuine is like actually just showing up and being who you are, mess included, mistakes included, messiness of the rubbing process of, you know, um, learning. You know, we were talking about this earlier, Carlton, I, this, this sense of like my, my cello teacher, for instance, describes this process of learning. It's she's like, learning doesn't happen when you play the beautiful melody. Mm-hmm. Learning happens when you're frustrated and can't figure out what that note is. Mm-hmm. That's when the learning happens. Mm-hmm. And learning happens and growth happens when we're rubbed, when we're discomfort, you know, uncomfortable or discomforted by someone's message, what someone might say to us or mm-hmm. how it feels to be a certain way in the world or mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're getting the feedback that we've messed up or that things just aren't right or something. And none of that's bad. It doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. but none of that's bad. All of that's in a way is good news because that means we can learn. But as Carlton and I have talked about many times, there's this, this fear in our wider community, our wider culture, Western culture around that discomfort yeah. and around that pain and around those shadows. Mm-hmm. And even around how we talk about <laughs> those shadows. <laughs> and it strikes me that there's this, um, this way in which if we can allow ourselves, as you were just describing, to be, regardless of what that looks, sounds, and feels like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that if we can allow ourselves to just be, then the journey begins. Mm-hmm. The journey unfolds and it doesn't matter where it's headed. doesn't matter where it's going. There's no particular goal, but it's the journey itself. And now I realize that sounds very Buddhist, (laughs) but I also think that's just the human journey. You know, like life is messy and it doesn't get not messy the more you wake up to yourself and your patterns and your habits. In fact, I've been experiencing particularly this year that the more I the more I scratch the surface and and lean into myself without various trappings or or assumptions or labels, in a way the more painful it is. The more I recognize the wounds that I have, like I didn't even know. Yeah. I had no idea in fact how wounded I Am. Not that I'm particularly wounded more than anyone else, but it's just, it's like, you know, I, I think I spent most of my life being so optimistic about possibility that I didn't even know how much pain I was pickling in. It's really fascinating to hear you talk about it because for some reason, I was thinking about this notion of toxic positivity, thinking in terms of, of how it can be so limiting. It, it yeah. is shiny. Right. right. It, it sounds good sometimes. It even makes some people feel good. I'm not one of those people. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, it can really 
even be something for us to package and sell. Yeah. Right. Um, and yet, it is really just covering up. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. And fear. Right. Yep. And hurt and doubt. Yep. yep. So many things that we have learned from, you know. Maybe our brother, our sister, our parents, or the broader culture, or some book that we read, or somebody said something about our race or about a gender. Like, like there are so many ways that we could talk about how people get into those places of being hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a part of what happens in our broader societies, right, is that you are told not to talk about those things. Right. And we don't give people the opportunity, almost in some way, the way that you're saying, to be able to sit with and understand what just happened? Mm-hmm. How do I learn from this pain? How do I learn from that experience? How do I learn from this reaction that I'm having, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's something to be said or there's something to be learned yeah. um, in every single one of those moments, right? Absolutely. And, and, in, and in some way, that's about what being genuine is about. Yes, right? exactly. You, you, we were even talking about this earlier, right? Mm-hmm. How about how Spark is, you know, we think about sparklers, like for the 4th of July, mm-hmm. or sort of like, mm-hmm. we think about spark, you know, like, uh, hitting, like, what is it, the flint? You hit a, oh, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, the two rocks right. together, yeah. Yeah, right, and so there is, you know, is there something that's going to be really positively produced out of, mm-hmm. out of that, right? But a part of what you're talking about, too, is when you are frustrated with that cello yeah. lesson. right. That, too, is a spark. Yeah. Right. When yeah. you, you know, when you make a mistake around, you know, diversity or you're, you, you know, you, somebody tells you that something that you said was racist or something that you did was sexist, right? That's actually a spark. Yeah. Right. right. There's an opportunity there for it. It's actually neurological. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. of, you know, it's like literally in, you know, how you're, you're, I'm not a scientist. Okay. So I'm not going to say this the right way, but <laughs> it's like literally how your neurons fire. Mm-hmm. They spark mm-hmm. as they learn and grow. I mean, I watch my small children learn something, particularly my five, almost six-year-old at this point. Um, you know, I'll watch her like intently grapple with something <laughs> and then, oh, she got it, mm-hmm. you know, and then she moves on very quickly to the next wow. thing. And I'm like, whoa, look what you just did, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that like, that happens right. Right. like little some little world that was just created in her brain mm-hmm. yeah and we don't slow down yeah to be able to appreciate that right yeah yeah so i appreciate you sharing those pieces right yeah. um and i think that in some ways that's a part of this podcast too that's a, also part of why we're talking about this so that we can think about or so that we can create a space for yes um talking about the fear and the joy and the doubt, right? Yeah. And the victory, right? You know, like it's yeah. a place for all of those. That's right. Those pieces, yeah. And and providing that space, you know, within our episodes, our listeners will get to know the fact that we offer a moment to just be and have present moment. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to like entertain you. <laughs> you know, no. we're going to ask you to show up, slow down, mm-hmm. be present, and then engage. You know, and, and think about, you know, what we're saying or what the our guest is saying. Um, so maybe just to talk a little bit about the structure of what we're offering. Um, we are going to uh, attempt to offer you an episode every week. Um, it's going to be available in all the places you can find a podcast. 
we basically are looking at a series of conversations that Carlton and I will both pursue with um, quote unquote famous people, but also amazing ordinary people. And um, we have some sort of like archival content that we'll be sharing throughout, um, you know, conversations that we had a few years ago that feel still very timeless um, and timely. Um, and we also will offer some meditative um, episodes that just sort of give you that opportunity for a pause in your week and some other conversations and dialogues. And as you can see, Carlton and I could probably talk to each other like forever. So <laughs> we have a lot to say to each other. So <laughs> you'll hear from us a lot. Um, I've worked really hard to make sure every episode has some, you know, original music from either our artist guests or I happen to have... Um, you know, in my back pocket, a lot of amazing musician friends that mm. have been very generous with us over the years. Um, so we have all of that. And then, um, and then, and then the other part of the, what we're offering is that this is all arising out of the genuine community. So anyone is invited. Everyone is invited to come join us at genuinenetwork.org. Mm -hmm. We have an online community and we're growing and we have um, courses, meditation packages, challenges. Um, we're working on inviting in some really amazing collaborative partners to offer courses or webinars or workshops or one-offs or, you know, whatever we can figure out to create for you. Um, and if you want to be part of that, we welcome you because a lot of our conversation on the podcast is going to be informed by who's in our community and what the conversation is going on there. Mm -hmm. So that's really, um, that's like the bread and butter of this whole thing. It's like where, you know, the rubber hits the road is that we actually get to work together on our journey on being sparking and igniting. I think that, you know, just thinking about the structure of the podcast, one of the, I go if I go back to this, right? So Sarah and I met at a wedding of a mutual friend and Sarah was actually there, I guess the, for the mutual friend, there was a meditation teacher. I still am. She's and, still my student. Isn't that crazy? All these years later. <laughs> yeah. And so Sarah was there to do um, a brief meditation for the in the wedding ceremony wedding. it was the coolest thing ever <laughs> um, outdoors in yeah. maine maine yeah and so i think that people will have the opportunity to really come to this place to hear stimulating conversation um really stimulating conversation about what it means to be genuine um and in some ways you know sarah has her um, perspective and training and, and, and writing and so like lived experiences, um, that she'll be bringing as will I, right? So yeah. we'll, that, th that's also a part of it. How do we in some ways spark each other? Yes. Um, throughout these conversations while also giving people the opportunity to, to slow down and to be in this space, right? Yeah. Probably hearing, um, some guided meditations from Sarah, um, in addition to maybe, um, hearing conversations from, you know, famous people, not so famous people, um, but really allowing them to come on to this platform yeah. to be too. Yeah. Yeah. So we are thrilled to be finally <laughs> kicking this off and actually having this happen and meeting you listeners, you know, will be, um, you know, also on all the social media channels and all that stuff. Although I'm not really on Twitter. So Carlton, you can handle that part if you want to, but, um, <laughs> but I think that, I think the real beauty of this moment is that we were talking about this before. I, and I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but 
for myself, I think, and there's still fear around it. I'm ready to let go of holding back. You know, I mean, this is like a messy human journey for me too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm living my messy human journey and, and I want to support other people on their journey. And I think the best way to do that, honestly, is by being genuine and sharing my messy journey as an example of, Hey, everybody, you go be yourself too, because that's how the world will actually Mm-hmm. arise yeah i mean i think that that you know that resonates deeply with me as well just thinking in terms of who it is that i want to be in the world and how there are moments of fear or eras of fear <laughs> um, that have not necessarily um, or i have allowed that fear to keep me from sparking right, right from like really moving into something a little bit different, right? Yeah. So this is a big deal for both of us to be putting yeah. our voices out there, yeah. um, to be doing the preparation, to be yeah. doing the work, right? Yeah. Um, to be figuring out how to be with our messy lives. Totally, totally. I just had a quick thought. I wonder if we should say who you are, listeners. I think you are a person in all the ways that we described ourselves being. Mm-hmm. you're you're a, a fellow person mm-hmm. with whatever forms of you know stripes and spots and rainbow colors and you know proclivities and <laughs> questions and messinesses and mm-hmm. you are a person who's hungry hungry to be who you are mm-hmm. and to be okay being who you are in the world mm-hmm. who maybe is afraid of that still and maybe doesn't know how to do that in a way that feels safe but that maybe for this little moment, while you listen, you can touch into that genuine place inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people who are learning, people who are unlearning, right? People who come with questions, people who come with labels, who, people who come with limitations or oppressions that they experience, but also people with victories, right? People with stories. Yeah. Um, people with grace, people mm-hmm. with some wounds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm people who travel all across the world or across their city or up and down the stairs in their own homes, right? You know, like, like wherever they happen to be, people who are, mm-hmm. who are living and trying to experience the world yeah. uh, in a way that feels like they are seeking something. Yeah, right. right. Uh, yeah. And, right. and maybe have that hunger for the presencing piece too. Mm, yeah. The recognition that that's actually really helpful. (laughs) Good. Okay. So whoever you are in all of your stripes and spots and zigzags, welcome to Genuine. We close our eyes and all we can see is the life we haven't lived yet. The people we know we were born to be. You know the story. We spend our time sitting behind a computer, letting our creativity, our energy get sucked dry. Locked in relationships that bring us pain, waking up every morning pretending to love. Truth cauterized by the fears of the night. Not stepping into our power because somebody said, this dream is not for you. You're too fat, you're too old, you're too ugly, you're too gay, you're not good enough. Don't. We're all obsessed with success, but what does that even mean when we let go of our dreams? Yeah, I've been there too. But today, 
day, we wake up. This is the time when we say no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got music for you. But this is about more than just music. This is about metamorphosis. This is our life. This is our time. We will not hold ourselves back any longer. We will not let our dreams pass us by. We will not let the sun set on our lives before we've painted the world with the colors of our darkness. Really, it's time to let go of all that shit that's been holding you back for so long. All you gotta do is say yes. This is metamorphosis. This episode would not have been born without the support of quite a number of people. First of all, we'd like to thank Justin Michael Williams for sharing his music with us. Thank you! Secondly, we'd like to thank each of the following folks who are superb friends of the podcast and have assisted in numerous ways, from editorial feedback to commentary to behind-the-scenes plotting to connecting genuine with their networks. Carlton Green, PhD of the University of Maryland, Christy Hausler of Team Podcast, Lee Purcell of Lightspeed Publishing, Jim Infantino of Slab Media, Eric Forbes and Fleet Mall of Best Year of Your Life Summit, Sean Scholdes, Strategic Communications Expert. Thank you! Genuine would not be what it is without you. For audio editing, we'd like to thank Sarah's husband, Scott Robbins, for patiently taking care of their daughters, Odessa and Indigo, that's my children, while I spent far too many hours editing. (laughs) And thanks to Team Podcast for stitching the episodes together. For their generous gifts of music, we thank Jim Infantino for Habits and Plans. Again, special thanks to Justin Michael Williams for Metamorphosis in today's episode, and John Souza for End of Time. Thank you to those who lent their voices to say the word genuine and to Felicia Missouri for defining genuine for us. Thank you to the inspiring, generous, and wonderful patrons and community members of Genuine. We would not be here without each and every one of you. If you are interested in joining the conversation, reach out to me at Sarah Lipton, that's S-A-R-A-H-L-I-P-T-O-N, at genuinenetwork.org. If you would like to join the growing community at Genuine, be part of our conversation, learn from some of the world's most amazing hearts and minds, and contribute to the podcast, join us at GenuineNetwork.org. We'll see you there. Now, more than ever, is the time to listen, spark, and ignite. This is Felicia, Missouri. What does the word genuine mean to you? Well, as soon as you said it, I just thought of a gem. Uh, I have a feeling it has to do with authenticity. It has to do with just 
the openness of being real. And I think a lot of times we're all afraid of being real. So being genuine means being honest, being truthful. Like the raw truth of it all. Mm, Thank you, listeners, for being with us all the way here to the end. I'm wondering, did anything spark you today? Do you have any questions that you are chewing on? Are you looking for some new friends and mentors to chew on them with? Then I invite you to join us at Genuine, our online community dedicated to the journey of being, sparking, and igniting our true impact in the world. It's easy to join. Just visit GenuineNetwork.org. That's G-E-N-U-I-N-E-N-E-T-W-O-R-K.org and jump on in. You'll find a free 22-day positive mind challenge just waiting for you. Online courses designed to support you as you clarify your vision and lean into the grand journey that's waiting for you. Come on over now. Give yourself the opportunity to just be and be welcomed into a loving community. Go to GenuineNetwork.org. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming service and share it with your friends. And we will see you here at this podcast next week for an episode featuring the transformational speaker, Coot Blackson. Now go, be who you are. <laughs>